Welcome to Tanakh Daily, covering the entire Tanakh one parak at a time. I'm Rabbi Shai Sussman, and today we'll be discussing Tehillim chapter 65. This chapter has 14 pesukim in it. Once again, if you're interested in the previous Nach Dailies, you can check out the Nach Daily archive link on the bottom of the email, or you can find all the audio classes from Yehoshua through Malachi in one place on SoundCloud.com. Type in my name or Nach Daily, and it'll come up on the search. Let's jump right in. As in all of Tehillim, there are multiple meanings to what this chapter was said about. This parak was composed by David to be said at the Beis HaMikdash. It was also written when there was a drought. Some communities in Israel have the custom to say this psalm when there's no rain. Tordak explains this parak was written as a prayer for all of Am Yisrael. The Sephorno explains this is written about the times of the final redemption. David starts off this psalm as a song to Hashem. He relates how God is waiting for praise in Sion and states how God hears the prayers of all mankind. A person who is able to spend their lives serving God should be super happy about the opportunity God has given them. David asks for all of us to be satiated by the goodness of your house. In verse 6, the chapter switches gears and talks about God's omnipotence and the times of the final redemption. God is our salvation. All the inhabitants on earth will trust in God. God's raw strength has the ability to override seas and mountains. In verse 9, David says the sunrise and sunset are truly your song. I'd like to add, just the other day I was driving and then I stopped back to look at the sunset. It was filled with such beautiful colors on a random cold evening. Yellow, oranges, reds, pinks, and purples woven like a beautiful tapestry in the sky. Artists can only try to imitate a sight so magnificent. It was truly like a song for all to see. The chapter moves on to express God's providence on earth. When there's a drought, not only is God in control of the drought, but he also makes it rain. Then when God decides to send down his kindness in the form of rain, everyone dances and is happy. Now for the highlight pasuk in verse 2. It says, Praise awaits you in Sion, O God, where vows to you are paid. Rashi and Matsudas explain the word dumia, awaits you, also means silence, because God's greatness can ultimately be expressed through silence. No amount of words would adequately be enough to express God's greatness. The Gemara in Megillah 15a, based on this Pasuk, explains, One who praises God excessively is uprooted from this world. Because our Pasuk reads, Silence is a claim to you, God. Rabbi Nachman explains in Sichas Haran, Lesson 1, A person needs to have such a deep relationship with God that they lack the ability to convey it or express it to anyone else. Not only that, but your relationship needs to be so intimate with God, you couldn't even begin to quantify it to anyone, not even yourself. Day by day, moment to moment, our thoughts and feelings are constantly in flux, and the events in our lives are constantly changing. So how could one even begin to express his or her relationship with God? No matter how many words you would try to put around it, it wouldn't suffice. So often we learn Torah before mitzvahs and even daven three times a day and don't really think of God. Doing the mitzvahs in a regular, ordinary manner, just doing it because we're used to it. We need to have a deep relationship with the creator of the world. 
Anochi Hashem Elokecha, I am your God. Our connection with Hashem needs to be so deep, the best way to express it would be through silence. As our Pasuk says, the silence is the ultimate praise of God. Let us merit to realize our connection with the single source behind our daily experience of life, to see it's always present and there, and it never disappeared. God is a fact of life. It's just a matter of whether we're conscious of it or not. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.